Welcome to the Notary Ninja Show with author, entrepreneur, business developer, and, well, ninja master, Mark Sias. We discuss side hustles, business opportunities, scams, leveling up, and so much more. Just don't argue with them. It could cost you your life. You can reach Mark at LegalDocPrepNotary.com. All right, guys, welcome to yet another episode of the Notary Ninja Show, and we have Godspeed with Daniel today. Daniel has a very great story, and uh, I don't want to be the spoiler and uh, and uh, ruin it for you, but he's been a very successful mortgage broker as well as lead generation coach, and uh, he's also realized that the grass is not always greener on the other side, and you can still have personal road bumps if you don't get your life right with God. And that is uh, an important thing. And we're going to talk about uh, Daniel's story. And uh, so without further ado, Daniel, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell tell the audience something I did not mention. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. I'm uh, really excited to be a part of this. Um, I love what this channel and what your movement's doing here. I love your story personally. Thank you. And um, I was... You know, back in 2008, I was running and gunning in the mortgage business back in Las Vegas, Nevada. And for very many people that know the real estate market, you know, it was really good in 2006 and seven to a point to where there was more money made in those years than than a lot of years combined. And um, I was so successful. I've never had a problem with making money. The problem was, though, in 2008, March of 2008, the the mortgage business flipped upside down and we had a real estate crash. I'm sure. You, you remember that, I right? was there. Yep. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> yeah. So we went from, you know, everybody qualifying. If you want a house, you can have one. You don't have to put any money down. You don't even really need anything but a pulse. Like you got to be alive and mm-hmm. we'll give you a loan. And I built a mortgage company around that. And I mean, that was the, the, the loans and what was available for us at the time. So we were running and I, you know, I had all the dreams of, of, of everything that I wanted You know, when I was a little kid, I remember thinking, you know, I want, I want motorcycles. I want race cars. I want a big house. Like I want a family. I want, you know, bunch of money. I had all that. And then 2008, March of 2008, it went from making hundreds of thousands of dollars in a month to zero. And, uh, it got rough. It got rough. Um, I went, uh, I went from, from being on top to, to nothing. And uh, went into foreclosure, bankruptcy, all the cars and motorcycles and toys got repossessed. Um, mother left with the kids. I wasn't even seeing the kids. Oh, wow. And I was, yeah, I was broke. broke so the, the material up. stuff, we call, we say all hay and stubble, but, you know, your family, that's uh, uh, that's even more important. It's even more devastating. That's like getting kicked while you're down. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, to the defense of, of that situation for, for the kids, it, I wasn't a man to be around those kids. I wasn't a father um, that I needed to be simply because I was drinking and I was drinking every single day from morning until night. And the reason I was drinking was because I, I wanted to numb myself. I didn't want to feel the pain. I went from having so much success to nothing overnight, like literally. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I didn't need to be around them. You know, and so it was actually a good thing that I didn't see him for a while. <laughs> I remember That's calling my dad. I'm like, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. I, I, yeah, I was not in the right frame. 
I remember calling my dad and I'm like, dad, I need a place to stay. And he's like, son, I thought you were rich. And I was like, dad, I was rich last month. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not rich today. Like it's, it's over. Everything's over. And, uh, he said, well, yeah, you can come, you can come over to the house. You have to sleep on the couch in the living room because the spare bedroom is my office. That's how I make a living. I said, no problem, dad. I'll take whatever. At that point, I mean, I was, I was so hard up. Like I would have either been with my dad or homeless. Like that was my two options. Right. Um, so I stayed with my dad. I slept on his couch and I was drinking literally for two years straight. Every single morning until I passed out, I would drink. There wasn't a sober breath that I had. And this lasted for two years, me trying to figure out life. And I'm sure a lot of your viewers, you know, might've had a, a spot in their, in their life that, that, you know, where they, they wanted to just numb and not feel. And that's exactly where I was. Yeah. You know, what's uh, interesting and interesting parallel is um, like right now, the, uh, obviously we know the interest rates have changed and uh, I deal with, and I t- consult with a lot of uh, notaries who, their chief source of income is going out and conducting these closings in lieu of a title company. And I know yeah. a lot of them have not, I saw this coming um, a year, over a year ago. I was like, okay, this is, this is what's going to happen. So I need to spread my wings out a little bit more and get some, make, make yeah. my business more like a Walmart and less like a, a, a one-stop shop. And um, yeah, kind of started preaching that. And I, I see it now too. I could, I could imagine for somebody who's just, yeah, going along good. I mean, you can have a good six-figure income, and in your case, seven figures, and then just that well dries up, and then there's you, you're going to have to have some coping mechanism, right? And and obviously, yeah. sometimes we pick the wrong ones. I'm certainly guilty of that myself as well. But um, so 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 continue. This is uh, you've got yeah. me hooked. <laughs> well, it, it I was hooked too. I was hooked on on being numb you know, every day, like that's just the way it was going. And there was one morning specifically where everything changed. I woke up off the couch and I'm kind of stretching and stuff. I'm hungover. You know, it's been six hours that I slept. So six hours of not drinking. So I wouldn't call myself sober, but I had six hours of not drinking. I walk out in my dad's backyard. It's in Vegas, Las Vegas. And I walk into the backyard and just kind of walking around in his backyard, just looking around. And then I hear this voice that enters into my mind and says, son, you're done drinking. And I'm like, what was that? Who was that? (laughs) And and it happens again. And I'm like getting chills. I'm getting chills right now. Even telling the story. I mean, it, 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 it like affects me every time I go back to this spot, son, you're done drinking. Do not drink again. I knew it was God about 10 seconds into this. I'm like, this is God talking directly to me. Like, first off, I'm grateful because I've been trying to stop drinking for a long time, way past, way prior than the two years of me sleeping on my dad's couch. You know, when I was 2006 and seven, it was an excuse when I made a bunch of money to party and drink. And then when I didn't close a deal, it was an excuse to drink and party, you know? So (laughs) I was drinking for, for many years, but the last two years was horrible because there was not any, any sober breath at all in in the middle of the day. So I'm hearing this voice and I'm communicating with God and I'm like, God, what do you mean? I'm done drinking. I've been trying to stop. Like, can you help me? And he's like, you're done. Don't drink again. Like that's the only thing that would just keep playing as I kept communicating with God, like literally 
walking in the backyard, talking out loud, and then the voice entering into my mind and hearing it as clear as day. I'm like, okay. It was the most booming, authoritative voice I've ever heard. And at the same time, I felt very calm and like had like this sense of certainty that like came over my body. And I'm like, I like this feeling. I love this voice. I know this voice is true. It's real. I'm done drinking. I don't know how, but I'm done because I was just told to be done. And it was, it was from God. And now I know God created everything. So I'm going to listen. <laughs> so right. that was the the turning point for my, for my life. The first turning point of my life was making that decision. That was July 7th of 2010. Um, I haven't even considered drinking alcohol since then. It's been amazing. That is now this is not just an alcohol. Yeah. And this is not just an alcohol story. I mean, this is, this is just right. a part of my life. You know, this is where it changed. So I started building business again, got out of my dad's place, got my own place, got the custody back of the kids. I'm spending time with my kids. I've got my own place. I've got cars. Now I've got a couple cars. Now I got some toys. Now I'm like building up again. Things are great. I'm building this huge network marketing company. Wasn't making the kind of money that I was used to making in that business. It was a great business, but it just, it wasn't the kind of real estate money that I was used to. Right. So I went back into the mortgage business and was massively successful. And here was the difference between then and before I stopped drinking was I was sober and I was being guided by God. I wasn't strategic about it, but like the decisions and the moves that I was making were, were like God's hands. They were, he was like pushing me. I could like feel it. Like, yeah, it's like, this is the right company to work with. This is the wrong company to work with. This is the right people to hire. These are the wrong people to hire. Like it, we started getting this guidance. So I was like, okay, I I'm operating like at, at a different level than I ever have. And I was like, this connection was strong because like, I wasn't numb with alcohol, like poisoning my body every single moment of the day. And it was years on end that I wasn't drinking and I was doing this. So in the mortgage business, I, I built such a business that uh, the company of the, the, the owner of the, the mortgage company I was working for, he offered me an ownership position. He says, listen, I've opened warehouse lines because of you. I've, 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 you know, opened dock departments. I've opened all of these departments because of you and your growth. Like you can't go anywhere. So I'm going to offer you an ownership position and you're going to have a stake in the company. Company is pretty big, eight states. I'm like, okay, no problem. You win. I'll stay. <laughs> so I stayed and uh, built my own building, my own branch, my own employees, my own staff, my own team, my own everything to a point to where I was living the dream, making a bunch of money in the mortgage business. And it was, it was awesome. And I thought I like, thought I arrived, you know, and I look back at it. I, I didn't arrive, you know? So I'm there. I'm happy. I'm excited. I've got all these toys in the garage. I got the kids back in my life. Everyone is happy. Everyone is healthy. It's the seventh day of the month. Now I'm, I go to the office in between five and five 30 in the morning, every morning. That's just kind of how I roll back then. Yeah. So I'm there. No one else is there. Like everyone's sleeping, you know, <laughs> so, but I'm working. That's like, that's just like what I wanted to do. So I'm there. No one's there in the office. And like I said, it's like a whole building. The whole top level of the building is mine in the corner. And I'm looking at my bank account and it's the seventh day of the month. And I see $131,000 deposited in my bank account. 
And those were for commissions for six days of the month. And I'm like, great, this is a great, a great start to the month. 131,000 already in you know seven days. I'm on track to make at least 300 for the month. I had other coaching businesses. I was coaching lead gen and, and a bunch of other stuff with realtors. And I, I, I had all of this stuff going on. Like there was a lot of money coming in. And then I started feeling myself justifying or selling myself that I'm supposed to feel happy and feel good. And the moment that I realized this, I'm like, wait a minute, what the hell is going on? I have all this money. I have all this success. I have all this power. I don't answer to anyone. I do anything that I want. Like this is, this is like the, the life I designed. Why do I feel empty inside? So I look up and I say, God, what's going on? Like, this is not okay. Like I should feel different. Why aren't I happy? He starts speaking to me again, and it was that same voice that told me to stop drinking. I hadn't heard that voice like I heard it this day. He okay. said, you're done doing mortgages, son. You're done. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Uh, God, you know I'm pretty good at this thing. You know? <laughs> like, I figured it out I again. Get, right? Yeah, bad for <laughs> me, but this not bad for me. What's What gives? I mean, you know, the alcohol decision that you you – you made for me was a great decision. God, I don't know about this whole not doing mortgages anymore because I don't have anything else that's making this kind of money. He's like, you're done. You want to know why you feel like shit? You feel empty inside. Cause you're done. You're not supposed to be a mortgage guy anymore. You helping one family move into their dream home at a time is not what I put you on this earth to be or to do. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well this is pretty specific. And I'm like pacing in my office back and forth, like having this conversation, like, God, you understand my expenses. Now fear sets in. You understand my expenses. You understand like everything I've got going on. Like I just can't stop. I mean, I made $131,000 in six days. Like it's the seventh day of the month. Like I've got a lot more money coming in. There's a huge pipeline. What do you mean? I'm done. He's like, you're done. I'm like, okay, well, and we're just kind of talking back and forth. Then the, then the team starts filing in. And so the connection was lost and like our conversation ended for that, that morning. Mm -hmm. And so I went about my day selling mortgages, right? At least trying to sell mortgages. It was the weirdest thing ever. I could, everyone was saying no to me. Like, <laughs> they were like, nope, your rate's too high. I'm like, rate's too high. What are you talking? I never hear that. I've never heard that before. Your fees are too high or no, I'm going to go with someone else. Or no, I just don't feel right about this. Like I'm backing out of the deal. Like this was happening over like all day on the phone. I'm like, and, and I'm not like putting it together. The conversation I had in the morning, because I literally like the team came in and then I'm like in work mode. Right. Not that I forgot about the conversation. I just, it wasn't on the forefront of my mind. So second day, day two, I'm trying to sell. I can't sell a mortgage. <laughs> like, What is going on? Third day in the morning, I show up. I can't sell a mortgage. I literally two and a half days. I have not sold a mortgage in two and a half days. I usually sell anywhere from one to 10 mortgages in two and a half days, every single two and a half days when I was, when I was at the peak of what I was doing. So I'm like, okay, well, something's wrong. I'll figure it out. Well, I had a chiropractor appointment. I saw it on my calendar. I'm like, well, I gotta go. I gotta hurry up and go. So I raised the chiropractor appointment. I'm sitting in the waiting room the chiropractor's office waiting to be called back for my adjustment. And uh, God comes into my, into my, my head again. And he says, delete your database. And I'm like, oh, okay, wait a minute. Delete my database. That's 22 years 
of my closings, 22 years of my leads, 22 years of my data, my blood, sweat, and tears. What do you mean delete my database? He's like, you're done doing mortgages, son. I'm so, like, go ahead. Oh, so this is like your CRM, right? When you yes. talk about okay, so guys who don't know your database or if you're in a lead gen business, whether it's mortgage or insurance sales, it's what we call our book of business. And it is kind of like our Bible. This is kind of what how we are able to conduct business and we can take this with us anywhere. So if if I walked away from one agency to another, I can bring my CRM or my database with me and I'm still in business. It's 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 essentially that's essentially it. But now God's telling you, flush it down the toilet. Like just walk, yeah. dump it. Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, thank you for, for, for putting some gravity to the situation because like there was a lot there. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like I listened to you about not drinking. That was a great decision. Now you're talking about this mortgage thing. And he's like, do you trust me? I'm like, yeah, my life has gotten exponentially better since I started listening to you and listening to your voice. Yeah, I trust you. He's like, delete your database, delete it now. My tech was so high level at that point in my career that it was on my phone. I literally hit it doesn't delete the whole thing. (laughs) And then I went to the trash folder, delete. It's gone. There's no more database. None. I am freaking out at this point. I'm like, okay, what am I gonna do, God, now that I don't have a mortgage business and I've got, you know, a hundred thousand dollars at least a week in not expenses, but revenue that was coming in. Like you have expenses when you have that much revenue coming in that are high. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, your expectations are set a little differently than someone that that doesn't make that kind of income. I'm like, God, what am I gonna do? Then they call me back for the for my adjustment. So conversation gone, right? <laughs> it's done. So I go, I lay on the the table and my chiropractor who's been working on me for a while, he he knows me real well. He knows my body. He's like pushing on me. He's like, dude, you're really stressed. What's going on in your life? And I'm like, <laughs> if you only knew what just happened in your waiting room, um, I, I didn't have time to explain it to him. You know, it, it was it was a situation where it's like, yeah, just do what you can for me. Like my body was erect. Like I was sitting there and it was like flexed. Like when you were wrestling, like just jacked, couldn't move. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm there and he's pushing on me and moving me and doing all this stuff. And I, he gave me a little bit of relief. I'm walking away. I I get in my in my truck. I go back to the office, and uh, I didn't start doing mortgages. I started praying. I was like, God, what am I supposed to do? I have a team in those other offices right next to mine that are counting on me. And he's like, Yeah, you're going to move them all to the corporate office. All of them, all their salaries will be taken care of. They'll all be taken care of. Don't worry about them. You're done doing mortgages. And that's what I heard for that day. And I didn't hear anything else. That was just like the plan that he, that he unfolded. It was, it was your employees will be taken care of. They're loyal employees. They're great people. They'll be taken care of. They'll be at the corporate side. They'll be doing what you created for the whole company. You're not going to be doing mortgages anymore. And you're not going to, you're not going to take an override. (laughs) You're going to give your database. You deleted your database and then all your current files, you're going to leave them over there with the corporate office. (laughs) Okay. All right. Whatever you say, this I'm is gonna a clean break. 
<laughs> this is a clean break. I call the president of the company over there. His name's Greg. I'm like, Greg, I'm done doing mortgages. You can have all my active files. I do not want one of them. You can have all of them. So either put them in your name or put them in another loan officer's name. I don't care. It's just, I'm not closing them. I'm canceling my license. I'm done doing mortgages. And by the way, you're going to have to figure out the lease because I'm out of that too. But you have plenty of income coming from all the deals I just gave you. So you figure it out. He's like, are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm sure. Because again, I'm like his top producer. He doesn't want me to go. But I listen to God. I don't listen to anyone else. I don't listen to humans. I listen to God. So if someone doesn't understand something, that's just their problem. It's not mine. So I'm listening to God, right? The next morning I wake up and I'm like, okay, well, what do I do? I'm inspired to go to the park. And this is where the God walk came to fruition. I'm inspired to go to the park. So I go to the park. It's hot. I take my shirt off. I'm like just having a walk. And it's early though. It's like 530 in the morning, but it's still hot because it's in Vegas. And uh, I'm walking and I'm just having like a leisurely stroll, just walking around, asking God what I'm supposed to do with my life. (laughs) That was the start of the God walk. There was no like strategic questions. There was no like recording. There was no like nothing. It was just like, okay, God, what am I supposed to do? And he would, he would give me, I had a lot of other businesses. Um, And mainly what he was telling me to do the first couple of days I was walking was cut everything. I had a coaching business. That was an online coaching business. I was teaching realtors lead gen and closing um, skills. And he told me to cut that one. I'm like, um, it didn't make as much as the mortgage company, but it was making like revenue, like a lot of revenue. And that, that was done. He's like, you're not taking any more customers because you'll feel you'll, you'll figure out your fulfillment and you're going to have to do what you need to do with the events and everything else that you scheduled that they paid for, but you're done. You're not taking on any more customers. I'm like, okay, that was literally, it was like a, it was like a, a catharsis of my life. Mm -hmm. These first couple of days as I was walking after I did everything he told me to do. Now I got very strategic, like strategic is my favorite word. So I got very strategic with God. And I knew that if I asked him the right questions, he would give me the right answers. So I started asking questions and it wasn't a question of God. How do I pay my bills? It was a question of God. What is my financial purpose? What is my focus and direction that you want me to have to better my financial purpose? How do I figure out what my financial purpose is? How do I line up with my financial purpose? I just kept saying financial purpose over and over and over again. He answered one morning. It wasn't like the first morning. It was a couple of mornings. And I was like working at this. He's like, your financial purpose is to connect alpha men to me. You're going to change the world, son, by connecting men to me. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to be like a pastor or a preacher? You know, that's like the first thing you would think (laughs) of. Like, Like, I went to church here and there, but I'm like, I don't go consistently. Like, God, you know me. Like, I don't go to church on Sundays. Like, everybody else does. Like, I don't think I'm going to be a pastor. He goes, nope, you're not going to be a pastor. You're not going to be a preacher. It's not going to be a religious movement. And I go, what do you mean? It's not a religious movement. There's no rules to come to me, son. You didn't have rules and you came to me. You listened to me. You were drunk on your dad's couch. You listened to me and I fixed your life, didn't I? And I'm like, yes, you did. He's like, that's how you're going to, you're going to move these alpha men to me. You're going to connect them to me with no rules. I'm like, okay. Then it was, it was very apparent that the information that I was getting was from God because like every time it would happen, like my body would go into like these, like almost like a different vibration and like chills. And it was like this voice that I could hear that was not my mind, like playing tricks. It was like, God, 
directly like the creator of the universe talking directly into my mind. So I'm like, okay. And, and it was like downloads. It was like, it started to get to like paragraphs. It would come all at once. And I was missing like half of it. So then I picked up my phone and this is where, this is where the world will change forever because of this one morning. I literally start picking up my phone. And I start recording myself. I started recording. So like, I would ask a question. He would give me like paragraphs of information and I would start speaking what I heard almost like taking a voice note. Right. So I'd be speaking this out into my phone and then I'd have like a big paragraph of everything that I thought of. And it was like there recorded. Then I'd hit enter to move it down. I'd ask another question and then boom, another paragraph would happen. And then I'd hit enter. And then I'd ask another question. Then boom, I would like, I filled, I had pages of God's like voice and revelation and coaching, like directly into me. And I'm like, this is like phenomenal. So then I was like, okay, well, I want to know about my body and health. Like if you're giving me like coaching and you're like God and you're like the best ever, like, you know, everything you're talking to me about my financial purpose and it's starting to line up. Tell me about my body and health. God, where's my focus and direction for my body and health. He would tell me exactly how to lift, how to eat, how to, how to do whatever it is that, that I was supposed to do. You know how many diets and how many workout exercises are out there? Like mm. I'm telling an athlete right now, like the, how many is there? There's like 75 million, right? Different ways yeah, to, take to do pick, it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> take your pick. You have carbs, no carbs. You can, you know, do this, do that. You can lift, you can, you know, static, static train. You can whatever. Right. I'm like, okay. So he's telling me specifically what I'm supposed to do. And I'm like, wow, this really works. Like my body is feeling the way that, it, that it's supposed to feel. I'm full of energy. And I'm like, what do I do about my relationships? How do I, how do I, how do I lead my family? How do I show up as a father for my children? At this point, now I have four kids. I'm like, how do I become the best father that, that I could be? How can I be that influence? How do I lead my family? He started telling me. So I realized being strategic with God, he would literally be strategic back to me. So I developed like this rhythm in this system to where I would ask him what my focus and direction was with my financial purpose. He would tell me. I would ask him what my focus and direction was for my body and health. He would tell me. And then I would ask him what my focus and direction was on my relationships. And he would tell me. And it was like, it would, it would be just marching orders for the day. I would do everything he told me to do in those three areas of my life. The next morning I would ask him for another set of instructions. He would give them to me. I would do them the next day. I would ask more. He would give them to me to a point to where this rhythm kind of happened to where then one day he says, now you create the app. I'm like, what do you mean create the app? He goes, create the Godwalk app. I'm like, okay, that's how you're going to connect these alpha men to me. You're going to teach them how you created this yourself. They're going to download the app on their smartphones and they're going to talk with me. They're going to be directly connected to me. You're not their coach. You're not their guru. Coaches are great. Gurus are great. But you're, that's not your mission. Your mission is to build this app, make it user-friendly, teach them how to use the app and how to connect with me, and I will do the rest. So that's what Godspeed with Daniel is now. And that's what the Godwalk app is, is literally connecting alpha men that want to know what their answers are with their financial purpose, what their answers are for their body and health, what their answers are in relationships. Like I know that every single man that's listening to something like this, they're looking for answers. Right. We go Absolutely. for coaching for answers, <laughs> right? Like how many times do we like want the answers? Well, I think we should start asking God for the answers. Coaches are great. And God's probably going to tell you to hire some coaches. 
God's going to probably tell you to hire some packages and some programs and some marketing right. companies and some whatever that you need for your particular business. But it starts with God. And since I've lived my life that way, my life is like exponentially grew like a million times faster than, than anybody else that I can, that, that are around me. Like literally I met a friend that, that I, that I wasn't really spending any time with for four months. And then I met him the other night and it was, it, we were walking by literally downtown um, West Palm. We hang out and he's looking at me like, dude, I'm like, I'm operating in Godspeed. That's what I'm doing. Right. It's, it's, yeah. it's, I don't make decisions on human, human, you know, abilities. Like I'm not in human speed. I'm in, I'm in Godspeed. Like he tells me exactly what to do. So that's literally like what happened in a nutshell was I, I literally was told to cut everything, rebuild everything. And every single action that I took was inspired directly from God. That's why I'm here today. Awesome. Awesome. It's a, it, it sounds, it, it's very reminiscent of, uh, like the story of uh, marching around Jericho where that makes absolutely no sense. You can march around yeah. a, a structure all you want. It's nothing's going to happen to it. There's no, no, there's no sense to that. But then when it fell and there was really no battle to be fought, we, we see that, you know, we see the fruition of the plan and it sounds like that you, you basically had a, 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 an experience of the, of you on your own personal level of the same magnitude where nothing about this made this can't possibly make any sense. And you found that you've got the competitive edge. I mean, you have the ultimate competitive edge, right? Yeah, I do. And, and all the men that are listening can have that too. They literally can have the answers they've always been looking for directly from God. Like there's a rhythm involved in this and inside the app, when they download the app, they'll see that there's more than just asking God for answers. Like you got to knock on his door. You got to set an intention. You got to get into gratitude. You got to lay on the line, like with God, like everything that's happening in the three areas of your life. Like this is where I'm at in my financial purpose. This is where I'm at in my body and health. This is where I'm at in right, my relationships. Right. Cause like we, we both know, like God knows, right? Like he knows where we're at, but if we don't show him that we're being truthful with ourselves and can look in a mirror and be like, this is exactly where I'm at. And I know I'm, I'm there. He's not going to be able to give us the information that we need because we're not being true. Like we can't hear it if, if there's blocks and if there's, if there's crap in our, in our connection with God. So inside the app, there's training and yeah. that's where, that's where I'm teaching people how to actually ask these questions in the correct way. So they can get their answers. Cause all I want is I want, Men to connect to God. That's my mission. That's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life is connect as many men as I can to God, because I know that the men that are connected to God, those are the alpha men that will change the world because they won't be pushed in with a bunch of BS that's, that's, that's propaganda and all the other stuff that we're seeing in our world. Like we don't have time to talk about all that today. No, and I, I don't no, want to open that can of worms up, <laughs> but, but, but let's just be real. Like there's a lot of things that are wrong that are being pushed agendas are being pushed things are being it's wrong and if there's more men connected to god we're going to get the true this is the way we're supposed to handle this situation and when we have more men connected to god then we have we have god here on earth we don't have you know evil that's trying to set in absolutely absolutely um absolutely i think there's a saying that uh uh, just evil will flourish if good men just stand by or do nothing. And that's a, 
uh, no truer statement. I mean, we, we can see some of that playing out in real time today. So um, you yeah. answer, you kind of answered some of my question. I was going to go in and ask you, so what, what can we expect to see in the app, uh, in this Godspeed app? And you, you touched on that a little bit. So give me a little bit more. What's, what do we, what's yeah. this look like? Yeah. So when, when you go into your app store, you literally go on your Android or your, or your iPhone, go to the app store, type in the God walk app, the God walk app. Uh, you're going to download it. You're going to see um, three boxes. The first box is going to be the God walk. That's where you can have unlimited God walks where you can literally have the right questions that you need to ask God. And then you're going to answer them with your voice after you get the inspiration. The second box is going to be the training. That's going to be teaching everyone how to actually connect with God and make sure that it's his voice and not yours. And then the third box is the God walk logs. Um, and the God walk logs is, is it records everything because sometimes you're not going to be able to get everything done in that day. And you can always go back and make sure you don't miss anything. Gotcha. Um, and it's, and this is not a free app. It's not cheap. It's $399. Like that's a joke compared to everything else that's out there today. I mean, you pay $10,000 to go to a, an event now. Right. And when you go to the event, what do you do? You have to learn it. You might even buy something else because it's a pitch fest. And then mm. you got to implement we just go directly to God. The men that want the actual real answers for their business, for their body, and for their relationships, they can ask God and God will tell them. It's $399. Awesome. So there you have it, guys. Uh, the uh, <clears throat> the God Walk app on the Play Store. So we said, we said it was on Play Store. It was on Apple. I'm an Android guy myself, so I'll be going to Google Play. And, uh, you know, having a balanced life is important. And as there, there's the, you touched on it a little bit, Daniel, there's the, the fitness, faith, family, and finances. Uh, you know, those are the keys to having a balanced life. And it sounds like you can, uh, with, uh, with an app, you know, and some accountability and some instruction, you can uh, just tap right into the source of all that. That's right. All right. Um, so anything else you'd like to tell our audience, Daniel? Yeah, just just remember, this is bigger than just figuring out the answers to build your business or, or make your body right or your relationships. The real men that, that God wants to partner with through this app are the men that are going to listen to God that can change the world. That is literally what God is calling me to do, is to find those men that are willing to change the world. And when they have a direct communication and a direct conversation with God on a daily basis— they're going to be given the knowledge and the information directly from God to do what they're supposed to do and to do their part and making this, this world a better place. Awesome. Awesome. Well, amen to that. Um, so I know that, uh, as a guy, we tend to, um, we tend to put on a front that we've got things figured out, but then I know also the reality is, is that in our own minds, we're questioning everything that we're doing, you know? So, um, yeah, so this is really awesome. Uh, so, guys, I'd like to uh, thank my guest, uh, Daniel from Godspeed, uh, for coming on and telling us his experience and his story. And, you know, now we've we, we've learned we've gotten some insight into uh, what has made the biggest impact on his life. And, uh, you know, I, it, take it for what it's worth. Go check him out. Go check out his app on the Play Store. I will put some links in the uh podcast uh daniel thanks for being a guest on the show thank you for having me i really appreciate it